game is done. Hey, everybody loves Tim K. Let me hear you. Time for Dodger Talk. Are you ready for the brand new thing? Let me hear you. We break down all the action and give you your chance to react. Tim K is great. LA's favorite son. 866-987-2570. We are rolling, boy, rolling. It's time for Dodgers baseball. All right. Dodger Nation. Dodger Talk is brought to you by Chef Marito. Seasoning partner of the Dodgers. By Navian Tankless Water Heaters. For endless hot water, visit tanklessmadesimple.com. And by Chevrolet. Buy new roads. And now your host for Dodger Talk, Tim Cates. Tough day for the Dodgers as they lose in Milwaukee. They get beat by the Brewers 5-3. to They head home now after a split in Milwaukee and a 4-3 and road trip as the Dodgers still a comfortable lead in the Western Division of the National League. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Dodger Talk here on AM570 LA Sports. Our phone number, 866-987-2570, 866-987-2570. If you're driving around listening to the game at home, or at work, want to hear from you, 866-987-2570. If you're tuning in, waiting for Petro some money, well, you'll have to wait a little longer. They'll be coming up at the bottom of the hour at 3.30 with all the latest from the world of sports and great sports talk. Also get you ready for the big PMS Chevy Summer Tour, the sixth and final one tomorrow at the Vans headquarters in Costa Mesa. That's coming up at 3.30. David Vasse will join him. as uh, He had a wild 24 hours there in Milwaukee, and he'll detail it all with Petro some money before he gets on the team plane and the Dodgers head home. But it won't be a happy flight for the Dodgers. Dave Roberts so likes to say that he wants a happy flight on the final game of a road trip. The Dodgers today get beat by Corbin Burns and the Brewers, 5-3. to three. Burns uh, was uh, pitching well for the first five innings, shutting out the Dodgers, held them to just two hits until the sixth when the Dodgers got an RBI single from Will Smith and a two-run triple from Gavin Lux off the wall in center field. Those were the only three runs the Dodgers scored, and Andrew Heaney struck out 10 over four and two-third innings. But when you give up three home runs like Andrew Heaney did, it's tough to win baseball games. He gave two up to McCutcheon, a solo shot in the first, then a two-run home run in the third. But the big blow came in the fifth inning. With two outs, he struck out Andrew McCutcheon. And it was really a good job by Andrew Heaney. Battling, 3 nothing game. He got the first two outs, and up came Andrew McCutcheon, who the first two times through the lineup, homered against him. And his first three pitches in that at-bat to Andrew McCutcheon were balls. They weren't even close. To his credit, Andrew Heaney battled back, got the count 3-2, and then threw a slider. And a left-handed uh, pitcher throwing a slider would dive in on a right-handed hitter. And it did. And Andrew McCutcheon swung and, mu- and missed. But at the same time, Will Smith let the ball go off the tip of his glove and went towards the Milwaukee Brewers on deck circle. McCutcheon got down to first on the drop third strike in what should have been the final out of the fifth inning and still a 3 nothing Brewers lead. Instead, open the door for Hunter Renfro to come up to bat. Runner on first, two outs. And Andrew McCutcheon standing at first. Andrew Heaney made a mistake. A 1-2 fastball to Hunter Renfro, and he made him pay with a blast, a two-run home run. And that meant that meant it was a 3-0 game. All of a sudden, it was a 5-0 game. And with the way Corbin Burns was pitching the first five innings, Who knew what the Dodgers' offense was going to do? To their credit, they battled that third time through the lineup and put three runs up on the board in the sixth inning. But, man, 
Certainly would have been nice to actually tie the game up at three. Instead, it was a costly drop third strike by Will Smith. Extended the inning and opened the door for Hunter Renfro to take advantage of a bad pitch from Andrew Heaney with two outs in the fifth. And a 3 nothing game became a 5 nothing game and too much for the Dodgers to overcome. 866-987-2570 again is our number. Plenty of time for your phone calls. The Dodgers still, take a, take a breath, Dodgers fans. The Dodgers still with a 16-and-a-half game lead in the NL West. Now, that could change or it could go back to 17, depending on what happens in the Padres game tonight. The Padres play host to the Washington Nationals in about three and a half hours from now in Petco Park in San Diego. So the Dodgers lead could be 16 or it could be back to 17, depending on the outcome of that game. But still a comfortable lead for the Dodgers at 81-36. and 36. They have still been the hottest team in baseball since the All-Star break. And the Dodgers now return home for a six-game homestand. They'll see these same Brewers on the final three games of this homestand next week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday night out of Dodger Stadium. Before that, though, the Miami Marlins, who are 14 games under 500 and 24 games out in the NL East and have lost seven of their last 10, will come into Dodger Stadium for a three-game series. Not a Marlins team you want to take lightly. A Marlins team that's got good young pitching. they got Sandy Alcantara. On Sunday, one of the best pitchers at all baseball will go for them against the Dodgers, who will send out Ryan Pepio on Sunday in the finale of this three-game series. The Dodgers are going to see the Marlins this week. Then they see the Brewers next week again. And then the Dodgers hit the road where they'll see the Marlins again the following weekend. So they're going to see the Marlins at home and then on the road before they get to New York to take on the Yankees. So a good stretch of games here for the Dodgers against good starting pitching. You heard Dave Roberts talk about it in the clubhouse show. You're not going to see you know, below-average pitching all the time and be able to feast on that and to put up crooked numbers all the time. You're going to run into, I don't know, the reigning Cy Young Award winner in Corbin Burns like the Dodgers did today. And they saw really good pitching this whole series against the Milwaukee Brewers. You're going to see Sandy Alcantara on Sunday in this three-game series. You're going to see Jesus Lazardo, who's a good young pitcher. And then Milwaukee's going to come around next Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday and you're going to see most likely Corbin Burns again next week at Dodger Stadium. And then based on the Marlins schedule, you'll probably see Sandy Alcantara again, maybe in the Friday or Saturday game back in Miami. And then the Dodgers get the Mets. And we know what the starting pitching is like in New York right now with the New York Mets. So they're going to go through a nice stretch here of good teams with really good starting pitching, if not great starting pitching. And the Dodgers are going to get a good taste of what the postseason will look like you're not going to put up crooked numbers you're not going to win games 10 to 2 you're not going to put up seven runs in the first inning against a bad Kansas City Royals team no you're going to battle a couple times through the lineup base runners are going to be at a premium you're gonna have to move guys over manufacture runs and the Dodgers did that today put up a three spot in the sixth inning after a few times through the lineup to Corbin Burns they finally got to him a really good pitcher they got to him, but when Andrew Heaney gives up three home runs, including a costly two-run home run on a one-two fastball to Hunter Renfro in the fifth, that is not going to make the Dodgers' life any easier, and it didn't today. Brewers beat the Dodgers 5-3. to three. All right, let's go out to the phones. Let's go to Eric in Hollywood, who has been waiting patiently. He is first up here on Dodger Talk with Tim Cates. How you doing, Eric? Tim, Dodger Nation! Yo, tough loss, man, but 
even tougher seeing my boy David go on that slide and get hurt. Oh, Tim, I hope he's okay, man. Look, I want to make fun of him when he recoups. When he recoups and get better, then we'll let the jokes fly. But um, back to business, man. I'm concerned about Belly, man. I mean, as the unofficial president of the Cody Bellinger fan club, I'm kind of feeling that swing not going anywhere. <laughs> and with Gallo and a bunch of other bats there, I'm kind of afraid he's going to get sick, push, push, push more farther back on the bench. But um, a lot of love for this road trip, Tim. Loved it. Great baseball, man. Great yeah. baseball. Well said. You're going to run into a lot of good pitching. And you got to see where you got to earn your salt, man. Yep. You know, you're going to have some strikes, you're going to have some ups and downs. But I loved how they battled. I loved that they lost a couple of tough games and mistakes, mistakes, mistakes kill you. I can't reiterate it that much as you can either. I mean, ugh, Will Smith's going to be biting his tongue on that one for a long time. But you got to learn. We're so high up. And we're, we're cruising into the playoffs, man. We're rolling, baby. We're rolling. But All right, Tim, Eric. Yeah, go ahead. Tim, give a shout-out to David, man. Give him a pat on the back for me, man. I Let will. Slides are supposed to be fun, <laughs> you know. And, Tim, good to have you back, man. I haven't heard you on Dodger Talk in a while. Well, I've been here all season, but, Eric, appreciate it. I appreciate the phone call. Yeah, I'm here on every getaway day and uh, filling in for Dave a little bit here. So, um, yeah, I've been here, Eric. Uh, make sure you tune in to Dodger Talk. And Dave Vasse, by the way, is doing good. Dave will be on with Petro some money, hopefully here, um, maybe the next hour and a half or so as the Dodgers are packing up and Dave's doing some TV work and was just working the clubhouse hard for us. You heard from Gavin Lux, you heard from Andrew Heaney, and you, of course, heard from Dave Roberts, the Dodger manager. So uh, Dave is uh, wrapping up, hopefully trying to figure out how to fly home with some cracked ribs and two fractures in his wrist. I, I do know Dave is scheduled to go see an orthopedic surgeon tomorrow to find out the status of his wrist as far as surgery, if needed, or if they need to reset the broken bones or what they're going to do. So he's going to get reevaluated by team doctors tomorrow. So hopefully it's not a long IL stint for Dave. In fact, I hope it's not even an IL stint for David Vasse. I hope he can kind of recoup, get right for a couple of days, and then get back right back at it. And if knowing Dave, that's exactly what he'll do. We all saw what he did yesterday. He went to the urgent care, got x-rays, a cast put on, fractured his wrist, and uh, fractured his ribs, broke a couple of bones in his wrist, and was back working hard for us here on the radio and on TV on Sportsnet LA. So Dave is a trooper. Dave is one of the hardest-working guys in all of sports radio, so no doubt he'll be back as soon as he can, and he'll find out more tomorrow when he goes to the doctor. So fingers crossed. Good thoughts for Dave and his wrist and his ribs after his incident yesterday with the slide, which has become... Well, it's become a worldwide phenomenon. It's become a meme. It's become a gif, if you will. It's become a, well, highly viewed video on social media, all platforms, and has made mainstream news as well. How about that, Colin Yee? The four-letter network, Fox, everywhere. Different websites picking it up, non-sports, sports, everybody picking it up in front of Yahoo. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Unbelievable is right. What, uh, what has happened with David Vasse and the attention that he has got it. But um, he'll be okay. He's going to head home here shortly when the Dodgers take off in the next couple of hours. But Dave scheduled to join Petro some money before that. Brian in Redondo Beach is next up here on Dodger Talk. Brian, welcome. How are you doing? Good. How are you doing, Tim? I'm doing okay. Any, uh, any just, special words for David good, Vasse? Uh, well, I hope good best wishes to him always. I wish him the best. There nothing, you go. Nothing to the best. 
Anyway, just wanted to say, uh, if you can answer me a few questions. I'm not a Dodger fan, but I'm a baseball fan. And the Dodgers, they keep on adding offensive chips uh, in the offseason and during the deadline. I just don't get it. I I feel like pitching and defense will win you championships, especially Mm -hmm. when you're playing in the NL West. Mm -hmm. And I just don't – I mean, are you comfortable, like, say, Urias or Gosselin goes six strong Mm -hmm. innings in the postseason – Who's your seventh, eighth, and ninth inning guy? I mean, and are you comfortable with them? I'm comfortable with Alex Vestia. Yeah, I'm comfortable with a lot of guys out there, Brian. I mean, I I don't believe, unless injuries force this to happen, I don't believe Andrew Heaney is going to be one of your top three guys in your rotation come the postseason. I I would be completely shocked. He's going to be a long reliever. He's going to be a guy that's going to soak up innings uh, in case something happens to one of the starters. But I'm comfortable with the bullpen. Look what they did today. Four different relievers combining for three in a third shutout innings, keeping the Dodgers in the game after the three home runs that Andrew Heaney gave up, five total runs that he gave up over the four and two-thirds. They come in, kept the Dodgers in the game, and that's what this Dodgers bullpen has done for the most part all season long. And I'm comfortable with Phil Bickford, no doubt. I'm comfortable with Alex Vesti. I'm comfortable with Evan Phillips. I'm comfortable with, when they get healthy, Bruce Dar Gratterall and Blake Trinan. Absolutely, I'm, I'm comfortable with those guys. Your closer? Well, for the moment, I'm comfortable with Craig Kimbrell, but when we get to October and they got to reset the lineup, we'll have that conversation then. They got a 16 and a half game lead right now, so I feel like they got house money they're playing with the final what six weeks of the season here before they got to make a decision for real as far as what they're going to do for a closer in October. I think between now and then, Brian, they have plenty of opportunity to let Craig Kimbrell try and figure out what his problems are, maybe get right, and if he can't. He can't be out there in the ninth inning. That's just as simple as that. You guys are going to have to win. I mean, if not this year, soon. You guys are very much looking like the Atlanta Braves of the 1990s. And you, I mean, you can't honestly tell me that the World Series in 2020, any, anyone who's 45 and older can't tell me that 60-game season that's a legitimate World Series. It is, Brian. They play for the same rules. They play by, I appreciate the phone call. I'm not going to argue with you on the air about it. Everybody played by the same rules. 60 games in 66 days. It was the same rules. No fans. It was the same rules for everybody. It wasn't a special treatment. It wasn't a split season. It's not like things changed all of a sudden. They had to adapt. Everybody knew the rules going into the season. It was a sprint, not a marathon. It was 60 games in 66 days. And the Dodgers got to the postseason. The Dodgers were able to get through additional postseason games that year. Remember, the opening round wasn't... uh, it was it was extra teams in the postseason, so that meant extra games against the Milwaukee Brewers in that opening round. And then you have to go and basically win a World Series, the final two series, the NLCS and the World Series, on the road. There was no home field advantage. You're playing road games for the NLCS, and you're playing road games for the World Series. That's that's not an advantage. If anything, that's a disadvantage. You have to go play on a neutral site against somebody. So... It's to me, it balanced out. Yeah, you're not playing 162. You don't have as usually as many playoff teams as you would that year, but you had more playoff teams in 2020, and you had a sprint, and you had to win those real important games in the CS and the World Series on a neutral site in Texas with limited fans there. So yeah, to me, it balances out. It, it is equal. It is the same as a regular championship. You know, just because you didn't play 162 doesn't matter to me. You still had challenges. You still had other things you had to overcome. Other than the longevity of a 162-game season, 
yeah, there were still other plenty of things they had to overcome, like COVID, navigating through that, being isolated, the travel, which was ridiculous. I mean, come on. I'm, I'm not getting into this argument. 866-987-2570. Not doing it. Not going to get me going either. I don't want to hear crying about June the 3rd, David. June the 3rd. Uh-uh. Not going to happen. 866-987-2570. Before I forget, Daniels Jewelers Home Runs Forecast wants to congratulate Maribel Correa of Azusa. Congratulations, Maribel. You receive a $50 Daniels Jewelers gift card for playing the Daniels Jewelers Home Run Forecast. You get a $50 gift card. Just go to am570lasports.com for your chance to play. That's am570lasports.com, keyword home run. It's free. Sign up, put your information in there, and you can win a $50 Daniels Jewelers gift card just for playing. Let's go to let's go to Solomon at Lake Balboa. Good to hear from Solomon. Welcome to Solomon. Football season's right around the corner. Thank you, man. Well, yeah, UCLA coming, coming, hopefully coming hard. Uh, but thanks, thanks, Tim, for taking my call. Always a pleasure. Godspeed to David Basset. Uh, let him have a full and complete recovery and a speedy one. Let's not let's um, make sure it's a speedy one. Let's not have a full, long recovery. Let's make it sure it's a speedy one. Oh, I see, because of the slide. Okay, well, you know what I mean. Anyway, a um, couple of things. One about today's game and what about – and one, if you don't mind, about the earlier game in the series with yeah. the extra innings. Yeah. Um, you know, there uh, seems to be these unwritten, unwritten rules in baseball. When you let, uh, you know, a team score runs late, eighth, ninth inning, you, you know, you can never turn – you always end up a buck short or two bucks short. That one or two runs that you let in late in the inning – it, it kills you, and it yeah. did for the Dodgers today, unfortunately. Um, I also want to just have my little rant, if you, if, you, if you would allow me, regarding the extra inning rule. I cannot stand putting a runner on second base without swinging the bat. You're going to give someone a double, and he hasn't even picked up a bat. Here's my thought. Here's the, here's the way I look at it, if you want to be fair about it. If you're the batting team and you want to put that runner on second, then you give up one out. You don't get your cake and, the, and, and, and ice cream and get to eat it, too. Because if you're going to have a, a, a hitter get a hit without picking up the bat, then I'm going to have a pitcher get an out without throwing a strike. Or you have an option. You want your full three outs? Great. You don't put a man on second. I don't think that's terrible. I think that makes more sense than with the way they're doing it now. Uh, and I think it cost the Dodgers that game. Yeah. I really do. Uh, all I right, Solomon. It, I think that's a lot of moving and shaking right there as far as extra innings rules. I, I don't have an issue with the runner on second for this reason. It's the regular season, and as one of our callers just brought up, it's not a 162-game season in 2020, so it doesn't count as a real championship. Sorry. But during a 162-game season, and you're playing a lot of games and a lot of nights, and all of a sudden you're going to go to an extra inning game, it could kill your bullpen. It could set you back. I mean, again, it's part of longevity, and it's part of navigating through a season, but Let's be real. Who wants to sit through a four-hour game? Who wants to see a game go 16 innings just because pitching can't get any outs or guys can't throw strikes or guys can't deliver with hits and it's all then you know feast or famine with strikeouts and long fly balls and maybe you get a home run here and that's it. We've seen this happen too many times in the last couple of years. It's just feast or famine, home run or strikeout, and we're just, you know, we're just counting outs and, and seeing them go off the count uh, off the board there, and the next thing you know, it's a two-two game, and it's the fifteenth inning, and we're three hours and forty-five minutes into this game, or four and a half hours into this game. No, nobody wants that. Put a runner on second. Let's see how they can manufacture some hits, 
a home run, a base hit into the gap, score that run. Let's get this game over with. I have no problem with that rule. Now, come postseason, I agree. No no runner at second. But over 162, I absolutely am okay with that. 866-987-2570. Don't forget Petro some money coming up in about 10 minutes. They'll take over. Don't want to go anywhere because I know Izzy is working diligently to get ready for the launching pad. Vic, the Brick's going to be part of the launching pad. I know that for sure. Petro some money. It's going to be a great, a great segment of great sports talk coming up with the launching pad in just a few minutes. But Joseph is in Torrance. Joseph, welcome to Dodger Talk with Tim Cates after the Brewers beat the Dodgers 5-3. to three. Holy crap, Tim. Why is that? <laughs> no, that's, that's just what Bassey said. It was oh. just too dang funny. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap. Holy crap. <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> hey, he yeah. smacked into that wall pretty hard, though, Joseph. Dude, he's tough. My God, I don't know if I could have gotten up and like gone back to work with a cast on. It's hard to breathe when you cracked a rib. He was he was doing his job. Got to tip the cap to the guy. He's uh, he's a tough cookie. Yeah. But uh, I wanted to clap back at Brian, uh, the caller a minute ago about mm-hmm. the World Series in 2020. My 10 year old son and I watched all those games. They seem legit to me. It was amazing. Now, would it be great to win another World Series and kind of solidify this legacy of of this you know last decade? Of course, but to say it's to say it's not legitimate, it's just crazy. I'm with you, Joseph. I appreciate the phone call. Thanks for listening to Dodger Talk, and we'll pass on the good wishes to David Vasse. Uh, just to put a cherry on the top of this whole dumb argument that in my mind is not even an argument, but if you want to make it an argument, okay. Here's my argument is that the, the Dodgers aren't just a fluke team in 2020. This wasn't just a team because it was 60 games in 66 days. Caught fire. And... Lo and behold, lightning in a bottle. They won a World Series. Nobody saw it coming. Wow, what a team for one year. This is a team that, what, won eight straight divisional titles. This is a team that went to the World Series in 17 and 18. This is a team that got robbed of a World Series in 17 by the Houston Astros. This is the team that's been to the CS multiple times. This is a championship team, an organization that is used to the postseason and was on the cusp of winning a World Series over the course of, what, seven, eight years, really close to doing that twice in the World Series. And they get back to the World Series in 2020, and they fight their way through the pandemic-shortened season and win a World Series. So to me, there's not even an argument. But the fact is, they were a proven team. They continue to win after the world, the, the, uh, the 2020 World Series. You know, they get to the NLCS last year, the best team in baseball this year. It's not a fluke for them to win in 2020. If this was... The, I don't know, pick your team. Let's call it the uh, Minnesota Twins. Just a team out of thin air. I'm not picking on them at all. Just the Minnesota Twins, who haven't been to the postseason very much. And all of a sudden, the Minnesota Twins, over 60 games, had the best record and went on a run that was unreal in the bubble down in Arlington. They won a World Series. Then you could call it a fluke. Hey, where did this come from? They won because it was shortened season. There's no way this roster wins over 162. That's not the case, folks. Again, it's not even an argument. I don't want to go down this road anymore. Mitch, you are next up here on Dodger Talk. Mitch, how you doing? Good, Tim. How's everything? Uh, send up praise and hugs to uh, Dave. Yeah, absolutely. I know he doesn't want to talk Did... to me so much, but I hope he gets better. Well, maybe have a, um, maybe that slam into the wall has shooken him up a little bit, and he'll want to talk to you now. Okay. <laughs> well, um, I didn't know your job could be dangerous. I know you have a lot because it's not easy. Competition. But well, it's I only dangerous, Mitch, if you put yourself in a dangerous situation. And Dave put himself in a dangerous situation. It's like, I'm not going to go out there and put my hand in an alligator's mouth just for, for show. I'd be dumb to do that. 
if alligator bites my hand about, off, then it's on me. How about do what I do sometimes? I, I approach dogs I never met on my route, but 16 years, knock on wood. Hey, I just want to say, we could possibly have three three-game winners, so I'm happy with our starters, and the offense is great. Gallo, I hope he can play more. And Lux, Lux, he's come wrong great. Seven triples, he's going to lead the league in triples. I love it. That's one of the exciting plays in, in baseball, besides the home run. Yeah. Almost had a home run today. Almost had the ball actually robbed by Taylor in center field as well. He actually had it in his glove, hit the wall, ball came out, and it was rooted triple. The uh, uh, umpires wanted to review it, thinking maybe he got over as a home run and hit the wall, but no, it turns out it was a triple. And they strand him in at third base, so the Dodgers unable to capitalize on the Gavin Lux two-run triple and get that extra run in and make it a one-run deficit. As it is, Dodgers lose 5-3 to three to the Milwaukee Brewers. Corbin Burns gets the win. Andrew Heaney pitched into the fifth inning, struck out 10. He had, what, five strikeouts in the first two innings, but he also gave up a home run in the first. Then he gave up a two-run home run to the same guy, Andrew McCutcheon, in the third. And in the fifth inning... A drop third strike to Andrew McCutcheon from Will Smith opened the door for then Hunter Renfro to hit the two-run home run on a 1-2 fastball that Andrew Heaney wants back, no doubt. That made it a 5 nothing Brewers lead. Corbin Burns was cruising for the first five innings, and Burns, though, fell into trouble in the sixth inning when Will Smith, RBI single, and Gavin Lux, two-run triple, Give the Dodgers three runs of the sixth inning, but the rally falls short. They get the split of the four-game series in Milwaukee. Dodgers go four and three on the road trip. Now eighty-one and thirty-six. And as we mentioned, the Dodgers a sixteen and a half game lead in the division. That could go up a half game or down a half game, depending on how the San Diego Padres do tonight against the Miami Marlins. And then the Marlins will head to Dodger Stadium beginning tomorrow night. Three-game weekend series, Tyler Anderson, Dustin May, and Ryan Pepio, the pitching matchup. I'm excited for the Saturday's game just because I want to see Dustin May. I, I've seen some minor league rehab starts um, and certainly and hearing great things about his road back from the recovery of Tommy John surgery. So with him coming back and making his first start since leaving and turning his ACL or uh, the UCL joint or ligament in his elbow, he is back off of Tommy John surgery and will be pitching at Dodger Stadium on Saturday night against Braxton Garrett. Sunday, Sandy Alcantara will be on the mound, the right-hander for the Miami Marlins against Ryan Pepio. So a big weekend series for the Dodgers with the Miami Marlins coming to town and then three against the Milwaukee Brewers. We'll have Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck beginning at 6 o'clock tomorrow night. First pitch at 7.10. David Vasse tomorrow will have his injuries looked at by doctors here in Los Angeles. Hopefully no IL stent for DV. Best wishes for him as he goes to the doctor and gets further examination on those fractures in his wrist and certainly the fractures in his ribs as well. Coming up next on our flagship here, AM570 LA Sports right here, we got PMS, the Petros and Money Show. Guys are ready to go. I see Izzy on hold. There she is. She is ready to go. Victor Brick Jacobs, yep, he is ready to go from his Whittier location. So the launching pad and PMS... Just minutes away, right here on your home of the Dodgers, AM570 LA Sports. Thanks to Colin Yee. Thanks to Dwayne McDonald, Tim Nevert, Rick Monday. Dodgers lose in Milwaukee 5-3. to three. They go 4-3 and three on the road trip. Six-game homestand begins tomorrow. PMS is next.